Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 48 of the podcast that was originally recorded on February 2nd of 2015. Some of the games I talked about for the week, Dice Masters, Mage Knight the Board Game, Scrolls, Rollers of the Realm, Marvel, Contest of Champions, and Robotech RPG Tactics. Some of the games I want to play now, Raven's Cry, Darkest Dungeon, Dead of Winter. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. My name is Joe Luzzi, and we are on episode 58. It is already February of 2015, and wow, from the looks outside, you can really tell it around here. I live about uh, 30 minutes west of Cleveland, Ohio, and yesterday we just got dumped on with snow. I'm about 10 minutes away from Lake Erie. So while I'm not in the full range snow belt, which is pretty much Cleveland and the east side, we do kind of get hit with it every now and then from here, considering how close I live to the lake. And man, we just got dumped on last night. So it was it was kind of fun today, kind of cleaning out, trying to clean out the driveway and clean off the car. And that cuts into a lot of game time because yesterday was supposed to be our Pathfinder night and we had to actually cancel Pathfinder yesterday because when we were about to start, the roads were just pretty much too bad. We had people coming from about an hour away, so we kind of just decided, let's just play it safe. Our plundering days can wait until next week, and that's when I really can't wait to get back to that game. So, hey, send us some emails. Let us know what you're playing now. You can find us at whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at whatimplayingnow. I also got the Facebook page. I've been posting a couple pictures up, too. Just do a search for What I'm Playing Now on Facebook. You can find us on Google Plus, plus.google.com slash the plus sign, What I'm Playing Now podcast, as well as our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash What I'm Playing Now, which will hopefully be lighting up on Wednesday when I actually play some stuff. Past couple of weeks have been a little busy. I've been trying to work on the new mic, working on getting some other things done with the website, so I haven't been able to do my streaming, but that is definitely something on the top of my list that I do want to get back to. So the new site went live last week. I think it's looking pretty good. Been getting some pretty good feedback from some people saying that it definitely looks a lot better than it had before. And I'm hoping that the audio this week will sound even a little better than it did last week. As I was tweaking around with the audio during the week and playing around with a few more settings. And I think I can actually get it maybe a little bit better than what we actually had before. So hopefully this week will even sound better than last week. And going forward, we'll just get better. I'm also only doing an audio podcast only this week because I still wanted to play around with the audio some, so I, I wanted to just concentrate on that. And then maybe next week we'll get back to doing a Google Hangout where I can actually do audio and video. And I think I have a little stand now for my microphone, so it's a little bit higher up for me since I don't actually have anything to connect to my desk. I didn't want to really want to go that route yet. So I got a little stand for this that I found over on my wife's computer desk, and we're going to see if this works, and so far I think it is. But let's jump into what I'm playing now for the week. One of the first things we did this week was actually played some Dice Masters. So every week I think you'll hear me talk about Dice Masters, and I'll mention that we usually do have something a little different each week with Dice Masters during our organized play. So we, we don't always have pretty much just an open play or just bring your own team or do a rainbow draft. We haven't done rainbow drafts for a while because the majority of us do have pretty much a full collection of the sets for Uncanny. 
I'm not too sure many of us are actually going to be connecting or collecting the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, so we're going to have to wait and see about that one. But for Uncanny, what we did, or for Uncanny and Avengers, I guess I should say, what we did this week was actually go with four heroes and four villains. We didn't in, we didn't put a cost on any of the characters like we normally do. We didn't exclude any of the super rare. So everything was pretty much kind of open. I decided not to go with Gobby. I went with Ant-Man, the Insect World, Scarlet Witch, Wanda Maximoff, Nick Fury, Mr. Anger, Hawkeye Longbow, Captain America Special Ops, Mr. Sinister Nathaniel Essex, Dr. Octopus Fully Armed, Sabretooth, Something to Provoke, and then the two basic action cards that I brought were Take That Villain and Teamwork. And I could say that this team didn't work as good as I kind of thought he would. I tried to bring Nick Fury, even though he's not really a a true hero or really didn't have an affiliation, we were able to bring one character that wasn't affiliate, that didn't have an affiliation. So I was able to bring him and I tried to bring some Avengers along with me. And the Avengers I brought were low-cost Avengers, and it really, Nick Fury was out on the board quite a bit since he was only a two-costing cast character, but he his full potential really just didn't come into play considering I had all lower-cost characters in bringing them in. And I kept rolling the zeros for their characters rather than the ones, which was their level three, so I was just pretty much rolling like crap Tuesday night. The guy who actually won I actually played him a couple of games after we after everything was all said and done. He actually beat me once, and then I was able to take one for him. He was kind of doing a flying heroic type deal, and his team was actually pretty well put together. And it was it was a lot of fun to play against. It was really tricky. It, when he was rolling good, it that team was pretty much unstoppable. So I don't think he lost one until we were pretty much done with everything, and then I beat him after everything was all said and done when he had pretty much took everybody else to the cleaners. So it was a good night. Next week's, or I don't want to say next week's, I guess tomorrow's Dice Master is basically going to be a game where we have to have a minimum of four cost characters and you have to have at least two heroics with you while you're playing that. So that should be pretty interesting. We really haven't seen too many of the heroics being played lately. So that was one of the reasons why we wanted to maybe try to throw those in. We also threw in a minimum four cost, so this way nobody brought Gabi, Serena, or some of the two-cost characters and concentrated on them. We kind of wanted to make this a little bit more about the heroics, but we also didn't want to force people to have half their team as heroics. But Although that's probably not a bad idea, and maybe I'll mention that when we get there tomorrow because we can pretty much always change things on the fly. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, Dice Masters is still having a lot of fun with that. Like I said, Yu-Gi-Oh! came out. I don't think anybody from my group is really picking up too much Yu-Gi-Oh! I do not plan on picking up any. I will probably be saving all of my money for D&D when that comes out, hopefully later on in February here. I think it's kind of crazy that WizKids is releasing two sets so close. Um, I'm hoping people just don't get burned out from this Dice Master thing, especially if they're bringing DC or one of the other uh, superhero ones back maybe a month or two later. That could be quite a bit, and... I'm not too sure my wallet's going to be able to afford too much after D&D comes out if they bring out something else real close. So we'll have to wait and see how that goes. But then over the weekend, I actually sat down and we'll switch gears a little bit. And I played some Mage Knight the board game. So I had mentioned that I had wanted to play this a while ago. I picked it up a couple of weeks ago as a Christmas gift with some Christmas money that I had gotten. 
and it sat up on the shelf. I really hadn't had a chance to go through the rolls and read through much. So Saturday I said, I'm doing laundry. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to learn how to play this game. And wow, that was an all-day thing. And I probably could have gone into Sunday as well if I really had wanted it to. Mage Knight, I thought learning Kanban was actually difficult. Mage Knight actually may be a little bit more difficult than Kanban. So I played the solo adventure, or the solo scenario, I guess I should say. And they actually have two rule books with this game. So they have the actual rule book, and then they have kind of like your first scenario book that kind of goes through, takes you through your first scenario, walks you through setting everything up, walks you through most of your turns and everything. And I really like the way that that was presented. I think doing things that way did make learning it a lot easier. There's just so much to know and so much to learn. I have a feeling that I'm going to be relying on BoardGameGeek quite a bit for this one, especially a lot of the different player aids that people have put up there. I was looking through those over the weekend, and it looks like there are quite a few of different files out there that you can get that have a lot of downloads to them as well. As far as different complete reference rules, player aids, just a multitude of things for this game. And it's pretty much going to be needed, I have a feeling. I wanted to get around to teaching this to my wife. I have a feeling I'm probably going to have to play this game at least one or two more times solo before I get a good enough handle on it to probably teach it to her. Both of us really liked, liked Mage Knight Dungeons, so I know she'll be able to handle this, even though it is rather a heavy game. I think the first couple of times she'll be kind of like how I was sitting there and her head will be spinning, but I, I know she'll be able to handle it because it's something she actually really wants to learn as well. So she'll she'll invest the time into learning it. But the I think these first couple of playthroughs are just going to be really tricky. I watched some of the videos out there that I had found on YouTube, and they are, they, they're on BoardGameGeek as well. Those are very helpful. This is just something I think I'm just going to have to invest the time in, invest the effort into learning, and from what I played with it that first game, I really enjoyed it. I, I had a blast playing it, and this could this could be one of the top games, one of the you know probably one of my top ten games. I'm thinking it's it's very well put together. The components, wow, there are just so many components that are in this box. It's one of the heavier boxes that I have, and it's just crazy just how how heavy it is and how many different pieces there are to this. Mage Knight is one. I also actually picked up one of the expansions down at my local game store. I got lucky in that they were consolidating stores and had brought back stuff back from one of their other locations. And when I was up there on Thursday night for a board game night, which I will talk about shortly with what I played there, I actually picked up the Krang character expansion pack, which I was kind of excited that they had. So I would like to pick up the Lost Legion expansion, and I think that's one of the other things I need to look into is the rulebook for the Lost Legion. Because in reading through Board Game Geek, it sounds like they actually did make some rules corrections in the Lost Legion expansion that I probably want to use in my current Mage Knight game even before I get the expansion. So I'm going to have to download that rulebook, but I think for right now I'm going to stick with this intro scenario, probably play through it, like I said, one or two, one or, one or two more times, and then we'll go from there. One of the other things I was playing last week jump over a couple of computer games. I actually was playing and screwing around with Scrolls, which is for Mojang. A lot of you may be familiar with them. They are the creators of Minecraft, although they have currently got sold that off to Microsoft now. But Scrolls is kind of like their board game where you have two players pitting enemies against each other or characters against each other. 
that um, you're kind of summoning each turn. And I don't want to make this sound like Magic the Gathering, and it, and it probably will, but you're basically playing scrolls that have characters on them and different abilities, and then you're trying to take down enemies' towers that are in their lanes. So I only played through part of the tutorial. I haven't finished all of the tutorial yet, so I still have a lot to learn with that game, and just going through some of the intro, some of the first tutorials in that, there's a lot to learn. So I was, I played that for a little bit and said, okay, I need to stop because this was just a little too much for right now. And it was really, really late the one evening when I was trying to learn how to play that. So I said, let's do this when I'm actually a little more awake and I have a little bit more brain function to kind of put towards this game because it's something I've really been looking forward to playing since that was announced. And since I picked it up as part of the Humble Bundle last week, I really wanted to get around to playing that, so I did spend some time with that. I also picked up Rollers of the Realm for the PS4, which is a pinball game that has an RPG element to it. So you start off playing a character that is a thief character. It's a girl, and you are basically will have opponents that come down from the top of the screen onto the table. You will try to kill them. You also have a fighter in your party as well as a healer. So the characters that actually come down, and the enemies, I guess you should say, that actually come down to the screen and kind of stand there on the board that you're trying to hit with a ball, they will actually, some of them have ranged attacks, and they can actually fire arrows at your flippers, and they can actually damage them. So while you're playing through, sometimes you'll want to have the thief out because she can summon her dog with her magic once you have enough magic collected, and then you can kind of have a multi-ball scenario going around. You can have your healer come out who can either revive a character if they are lost or actually heal the flippers if they are damaged from some of those ranged enemies. Or you can actually play as the fighter who basically just is a larger ball and does more damage and can and can knock around more things on the board. So it's a fun game. I've made it through the first part of this scenario. I'm part way through the second act or second part of the scenario and I'm kind of stuck on this one table right now where I just really couldn't get the right hits going for me. So that's something I'll probably be playing for the next couple of weeks because it was a fun little game. It was only a couple of bucks that during um, the PlayStation sale that they had going on this past week. So I grabbed that as well. So one of the other things I had actually found this week was Marvel Contest of Champions. And this is actually on my Android device. I've been playing this on my phone. This is, wow, for lack of a better term, I guess you could say it's maybe something along kind of like a fighter. So if you're thinking of like a Mortal Kombat or a Street Fighter or something, it's like that. But considering it's on your phone, you really don't have all the buttons to do a lot of the fancy moves and to memorize. You can do like a dodge backwards. You can do a four, um, like a running attack. You can build up a meter, which then you can unleash a special attack. Since it's Marvel, you're collecting a lot of different characters along the way. And I actually say, for the past couple of nights, I haven't been able to put my phone down, and I've pretty much been killing my battery playing this damn game. It's free to play. It does have something that I'm really not too keen of for these types of games, in that it does have an energy meter that does replenish over time. Not one of the bigger things I look for when I'm playing through a game, but considering it's free, the graphics are actually really good. It runs really nice on my phone. It's kind of actually fun to play when you're just sitting there watching TV in between commercials and stuff like that. You can just pull up a game real quick, have a couple of quick fights, and then set it back down. That's kind of been my go-to game this past week as far as on my phone goes. And I usually do have one game that usually lasts me for a week or two on my phone that I'll usually invest a little time into before I jump onto something else. And right now, that's kind of the new hotness on my phone that I've been screwing around with. 
So Thursday night when I was down at the game store for board game night, I did not play, I guess we shall say, any true board games, but I did happen to play Robotech RPG Tactics. So this is more of a tabletop miniatures game, probably along the lines of like a Warhammer 40k or like I was talking about Mage Knight before, like the older Mage Knight from back in the day. And this game, this game is based around, from what the name basically says, the Robotech universe. We had a gentleman down there, his name is Tom. He actually, actually backed this game as part of the Kickstarter. He has a very nice collection of miniatures from this game, as he was, as he put quite a bit into the Kickstarter from what he told me. I won't mention that here, but I was just like, wow, okay. And it's, it, his collection is very nice, and he probably has, I think he says, probably about two thirds of it painted already. And I will put a couple of pictures up on the website, cause they, he actually did a very nice job. As far as painting goes, I was really impressed. So he had two basic squads set up. He had a Centradi Armada set up, and there were two different groups of three three characters each for the Zentradi. I was playing the United Earth Defense Force. I had the two Valkyries on my side, and of course the Valkyries come in three different modes. So I started them off in kind of like the mid-mode where they're kind of half robot, half jet, and had a real good time with this game. Uh, I've actually was looking at that game when it first came in stock at the game store. I think it was probably back in November, maybe early December when I had first noticed this game. And I've always been a huge Robotech fan. And I have to say that with the rules we went with, we were just doing an intro, kind of just like an intro game where he was just kind of teaching us how to play. So we weren't really doing a big scenario. We didn't have huge armies or anything. Like I said, I just had the two Valkyries. There were two Zentradi Armadas out there. there He had like six... Six Zentradis out there on the field, and both of us had a really good time. Tom did a very good job of teaching us how to play the game. I really understood how everything went, what my options were, and just had a really good time. If if I do get back into tabletop miniature gaming, because I haven't been, I haven't done that for quite a few years, I have a feeling Robotech would be the way I would go right now, mainly because it's a universe that I like. The miniatures do look very awesome. And the game was just a hell of a lot of fun. I was telling my wife about it, and she even thought that that actually sounded and looked pretty cool from some of the pictures I showed her. So if you're actually interested in learning about Robotech or playing the Robotech RPG Tactics game, and you actually live around Cleveland, the store I play at is Recess Games. They're out in North Olmstead. If you check out their Facebook page, I think Tom's thinking about running a demo of the game, possibly like every other Thursday. If anybody's interested, just post up there, and I'm sure we could probably get something going. So that was about it. That was my week of gaming. Got a lot going on. A lot going on this week. Like I said, Dice Masters tomorrow. I'm going to be jumping back into some more of Mage Knight this week. And a couple other things that I want to play now that I'm going to mention. Raven's Cry is a game that I had found on Steam. And it's a pirate-based game. It's a pirate RPG-based game. And just from looking at some of the videos and some of the screenshots, it looks like a really fun game. I'm a huge pirate fan, considering I do run the organized play down at the store for the adventure card game for Pathfinder, and we're playing Skull and Shackles, having a great time with that. I've always been a huge pirate fan, so Raven's Cry is a game that's kind of on my radar right now that hadn't been in the, that I hadn't noticed before, but just found it this past week. Darkest Dungeon is a game that is coming to early access on Steam. It's a game I had just saw last week on Giant Bomb. The guys were playing it, and that looks like it could be a pretty decent game. I want to see how it does when it comes out at first to make sure it's 
pretty fully functional, and from what I saw with the guys playing on Giant Bomb, it looked like it was. The next thing that I'm really looking forward to playing, Dead of Winter, a Crossroads game. Looks like a lot of people are getting their games back into stock, and I was informed last week that my copy should be in stock, or basically shipped into the game store this coming week, so I'm hoping I will be getting that no later than this Thursday this week. And then I had picked up a couple of other things for Pathfinder Adventure Card Game for Rise of the Rune Lords. I actually picked up the 4th, 5th, and 6th Adventure decks which are the Fortress of Stone Giant, Sins of the Saviors, and Spires of Zin Shalast. And then yesterday I actually was able to pick up the Skinsaw Murders in Hook Mountain Massacre for Rise of the Rune Lords, which are the second and third expansions or scenarios for that. So I will now have all six of Rise of the Rune Lords, so my wife and I really need to get going with those and start playing those a little bit. I'm hopefully going to be doing those maybe once a week here to where we can start playing through those. And uh, that is something I'm actually really looking forward to doing. I had to go to eBay to get those last two. Well, I don't want to say the last two. I guess it's second and third scenario sets because I do have a first printing box, which is, as we know, the first printings for those Pathfinder games for Rise of the Rune Lords was printed in China. So I actually needed to make sure that all of the scenario sets that I bought in the adventure decks were from China and were first printings, basically. So luckily, the game store I go to had some, the fourth, fifth, and sixth ones. Like I said, I only needed the second and third ones, which I was able to get off of eBay, which I was extremely excited about. And those should be here this week as well. So that is it. That is what I played for the week. That's what I want to play in the future. Send us some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. Send those to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G there. And you can follow us on Facebook. Just do a face search on Facebook for what I'm playing now on Google Plus. We're at plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. And then of course our Twitch page, which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Thanks everybody for joining me. I'll be back next week hopefully back with video. I wanted to do another audio this week just to make sure this sounds good, and then hopefully things will be getting back to normal here shortly. So everybody have a good week. Keep playing some games and let me know what you're playing now. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.